Welcome into the Houston Racquet Club's Insider Podcast, where we are celebrating our fourth year of broadcasting. We are the club that aspires to attract and retain exceptional membership and professional staff to provide its members the finest facilities, amenities, and personalized service. But before we begin, here's some food for thought. Hello, my name is Dwight Edwards, and the title of today's message is Living Fully, Worrying Less. Grandma Moses wrote, Life is what we make it. Always has been, always will be. She was born on September 7th, 1860. 101 years later, on December 13th, 1961, she passed. Anna Mae Robertson Moses, better known as Grandma Moses, was one of the truly unique individuals of American history. She took up painting in her 70s and produced over 3,600 paintings in three decades. One of her pictures still hangs in the White House, and recently another one of her works was sold for $1.2 million. The name of the character Granny Moses in the TV show Beverly Hillbillies was given in homage of her. At age 95, she passed along some of her thoughts about modern life. And I quote, Now that I'm 95 years old looking back over the years, I've seen many changes taking place. So many inventions have been made. Things now go faster. In olden times, we were not so rushed. I think people were more content, more satisfied with life than they are today. You don't hear nearly as much laughter and shouting as you did in my day. And what was fun for us (laughs) wouldn't be fun now. In this age, I don't think people are as happy. They're worried. They're too anxious to get ahead of their neighbors. They're striving and striving to get something better. I do think in a way that they have too much now. We did with much less. Again, I quote, she says, I don't think people are as happy they are worried. A great reminder from Grandma Moses. And she said that in 1955. Can you imagine what she would say today? Maybe in the rush to get ahead and accumulate more, we've left behind something far greater, life. Or at least life as it was meant to be lived, with shouting and laughter and satisfying relationships and contentment with what little we have. No doubt we would worry less if we lived more. Not that it's easy, but Grandma would argue from her grave. It is very possible. Our flashpoint, living fully is the best way to worrying less. Go out, my friend, and live fully. All right, good morning, podcast number 65. Um, We are doing them monthly now, not every other week. And uh, today we have a very special guest here, and it's only appropriate that the Podcast number 65, uh, also the birth year of the Houston Racquet Club, and yours truly is uh, dedicated to our rock star today, and we'll get to her in just a second. But first, um, again, if you don't know the drill by now, please go to the HRC app and check out the podcast library to go back to all the previous episodes. Uh, Let me jump right on in. In May and uh, April and May, we have a lot of hires um, over the years. So I have quite a few anniversaries. And I want to say congratulations to uh, Ashlyn Lucas, Clinton Brown, Juan Hernandez, and Tammy Thatch in the communications department on their one-year anniversary. Mackenzie Cook, I can't believe. uh, (laughs) Thomas Cook's daughter, who's about to graduate. 
Uh, Memorial High is with us three years, and so is Jonathan Mueller uh, behind the bar. Roberto Teran in the kitchen. We also call, we also call him the pasta master because he's very good with his pasta skills. Is with us for four years, and so is Antonio Franco Rivera. Five years, Alex Prummel. What a strange, strange last name. <laughs> and Christian Ramirez uh, in the fitness center front and center is also with us five years. Six years, Karina Osequera in the accounting department. Eight years, Amanda Mendoza also in accounting. And Cicely. Yours truly. McCambridge. Congratulations <laughs> on eight years. <laughs> Teresa Garner, nine years. Arturo Sens in the courts department, 11 years. Kathy Perrin in the membership office. 12 years, Reina Guevara in the grill kitchen, 14 years, Angel Bina in the grounds department, 20 years, Lillian Chavez, Carlos's sister over in the Courtside Cafe, 29 years, Angel Garcia in the grounds department, the foreman there, 32 years, and finally, Mabel's brother Carlos is with us 39 years. Incredible. That's the, great. The tenure here at the club. Yes. I just absolutely love you it. You can tell May is our hiring season. It is. <laughs> what, yeah. do we, uh, what do we have coming up, Cicely? We got this Sunday is our wonderful Mother's Day brunch. We will be serving HRC seasonal favorites, an array of delicious desserts. Wednesday, May 11th at 6.30 is our men's poker night. Manta Ray's swim team starts May 23rd, and we, are not, we cannot be more excited about this year's season. Kids Night Out Luau Style is May 27th from 6 to 9 p.m. in the ballroom. Ages are 2 to 6 years old. Camp Fuel and Tennis Camp are right around the corner. The first session starts May 31st. Make sure to sign up for all of these events on your HRC app. Why, why are you so excited about the Manta Rays? Why? The vibe out there is incredible with our new head coach. Aha! Uh-huh. <laughs> see what I did there? I see what you did there. And what's yeah. his name? His name is Coach Daniel Gravis, and he is, has been with us for about a month and a half. And he's he's a wonderful coach, so fun, loving, and he's really getting those kids to work out. And not to mention the adults' classes that he's putting together, too. And I've noticed he has an audience when he's out there teaching kids. He sure the kids. does. Uh, very exciting. Um, I, I have a hunch you are spot on. I see a bright future. So, Okay, after listening to this podcast, uh, this applies to all our staff, please take the quiz on Trivi that's been assigned to you by Sicily. When you do, I will enter you into the into the next price drawing and we are going to draw a price today from the last uh, quiz we did and our mystery guest will be drawing the number here in a second so uh, let's not mention any names until we announce who the winner is so Cicely would you hand over the trivia quiz names to our mystery guest and let's draw a name all right and the winner is Nancy Castro Nancy Castro won the quiz and now we know our mystery guest None other than Gene Northy, who has been with us 16 years at, at the club. So, well, this is a bittersweet episode, but we, we get to it. So let me just go through the formalities here, and then we'll just pick this apart. So our rock star insider, Gene Northy, has been with the Racket Club for four, uh, 16 years. Started right before the fitness center opened in 2006, Memorial Day. She is retiring at the end of June. Uh, we're definitely all going to miss her. She just has taken this role and achieved so much. And, um, of course, my first week, Jean, you remember, was Hurricane Ike. Yes, sir. How we all met. We uh, sweated out in no, with no power in the clubhouse for a month. And, okay, who's this new guy? But 
Gene is just absolutely awesome. High energy. Gene, you know, when you take off, this office doesn't feel the same. It's just <laughs> weird. It's just, you know. A um, lot of creative ideas over the years. A lot of dedication to the club, of course. Uh, all the committees, the board, taking minutes at probably a thousand plus meetings. Uh, it's just incredible. But we'll get through all of that in just a second. Uh, Bob wanted to say a couple of things. <laughs> Uh, Bob Triska is our director of Courts and Crowns, and Bob says, I've known Jean since she started at HRC. I've come to respect and value her opinions and friendship. Whenever I need a second opinion, whether work or life issues, I would talk to Jean. The club will really miss her input and energy. I wish her nothing but the best. That's very sweet. Thank you, Isn't Bob. So, hi, Jean. Tell us a few things about Jean, Cicely. Jean is from Houston, Texas, the Oak Forest area. In high school, she was known to talk a little too much. She's <laughs> <laughs> she is mar- She'll be married in for, for 41 years this September. She lived in Calgary, Canada for a short time, and she has three children and two grandchildren. Canada? Why Canada? My dad got transferred <laughs> uh, right after high school. I got transferred, and we went to Calgary. Yeah. And I lived there for a little while. Okay, but you were born and raised in Estonia. Yes, sir. I remember that. You know why? <laughs> I know why. Yeah, because we, why? Because one time we were driving the gingerbread house yes. down to <laughs> MD Anderson, and I told you I was being a backstreet driver, you, you, and I told yeah. you what lane to get in, and you didn't believe me, and I said, I've lived here all my life. I yeah. know where the Pierce Elevator goes. <laughs> that's amazing. We're, we're in a Pierce Elevator, and I'm in the, in the, in the second to most right lane and you know you stay in this lane yeah that's exactly right i can't believe you remember that that's great you went to saint saint Pius the 10th high school mm-hmm. okay and i am um, interesting fact gary kubiak was uh he was two years behind me but he was the texans yeah um coach for a while yeah but uh, he was also at a&m and he played for denver but i was i was still in in denver when he was with the broncos yes. and then then he came to houston that's right mm-hmm. he sure did Okay, what was your, let's let's talk about your work life. I mean, what was the first job you had and all that good stuff? Uh, my first job was at Farrell's Ice Cream Parlor and Restaurant at Northwest Mall. I don't know if who remembers that or not, but anyway, I was a server, waitress for three years, and I loved it. That's where I fell in love with hospitality and people. Yeah, okay. Did you really talk too much in high school? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got kicked off the drill team. Are you serious? <laughs> oh, yeah. She was on the drill team. She didn't want me to share that, but uh, we got it out of her. Uh, okay. I, I think I just got too many demerits for talking, for talking. too much. So for everyone listening, um, you may not know, but I've tried for th- almost three years for Jean to sit in this hot seat here. And uh, finally, I said, Jean, you're leaving. You're retiring. You're going to be here until the end of June. Let the members and the staff know a little more about you so they can ask you some questions. I don't know. I don't want to do it. It's really about our line staff and so on and so forth. So humility and all that good stuff. I appreciate it. But thank you for agreeing to it. You're welcome. All right. Happy to be here. <laughs> so you met Jack in high school? I did. Okay. I did. And uh, what was it, um, 47 years, you said, Cicely? 41 in 41 September. years. Yes, okay. we, we did not date in high school. I don't yeah. want to get into that right yeah. here, but yeah, uh, anyway, just friends later and got together and, you know, yeah. rest is he was, history. He was friends with your brother, right? He yeah. was friends with my brother. Yeah. Okay, how'd you like Calgary? I loved it. I was in there from September through the next spring so it was a beautiful time of the year to be there and your dad what's your dad my dad was in the oil business oil okay. and gas business pipeline. Okay. and how'd you end up in newport beach he ended up in newport beach i decided i had to come back to houston i was not very smart 
19-year-old. <laughs> I should have gone to California. didn't, but... Yeah. yeah. One so, of those things. So, so you and your brother moved into the house you grew up in? It yes, says? we just stayed there until my parents ended up coming back. But uh, we had a few you know, parties and good times there. So I'm going to say this, and don't get upset at me, but what the bullet point says on the script in front of me that Cicely wrote down, which is contrary to what I see every day because you're so conservative, is Gene <laughs> yeah. shared they had some wild parties. No comment. <laughs> so, so here is one of the things you're going to probably have to answer when, when, uh, when this airs, right? You, um, you were 22 when you got married? Yes, sir. You know how old I was? 19? Four days away from 22. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew you were young, too. I was uh, yeah. looking back, and that was really young. Yeah. Okay, what was next after um, after you got married? What did you do for a living? Got married, and I uh, was working for Tommy Vaughn Ford, and we have a member named Kirby Janky, and it's his grandfather. Anyway, uh, worked there in the Heights there, worked there for three years as a title clerk, but then I got pregnant and had my first baby and just decided to stay home for 10 years and take care of the kids. Okay. So that's what I did. So... Until I got to go to meet at St. Francis. That's how I met Sondra Maxfield. Okay. Well, let's talk about that. So 10 years, you were ready to go back to work, mm -hmm. and how did that whole connection start? Uh, my sister-in-law, Susan, worked for Sandra at St. Francis, and Susan needed some extra help with the ballerinas, and I offered to do it, and I was able to bring my youngest with me because it was a children's center, and um, I don't know. We just hit it off, and we got got along really well, and Sandra's been like my mentor ever since. How many years did you work together? About 10. 10 years. Mm -hmm. Okay, and Sandra, wasn't she there like 20 years? Yeah, she was there much longer than I. I don't know exactly how long, but and she was there longer. she was the principal? At the Children's Center, they just had a separate director. She wasn't ah. at the day school. There's okay. like three separate little entities over there at the time. Okay. So now we know, born and raised in Houston, knows the traffic lanes, and <laughs> uh, eventually ends up at the racket club. And so there, there were some members, too, that are here now that she watched as kids. I oh, found yeah. out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and so. I mean, I, when I came over from St. Francis to here, I mean, there was a gap there, but I just recognized a lot of the families in the the people and yeah. they recognized me so it was an easy transition yeah, yeah. that's great it's kind of like when dickie shelnick started here coming over from exactly. Kincaid, exactly. knowing yeah, all the moms right. yeah. it helps <clears throat> so again uh sandra started working here at the club in 2005 okay uh i want to believe that horst brought her over i mean you know, horst hired her and then um wait a minute 2005 was when he retired I know, but I don't think Steve did not hire Sandra. I, okay. I want to think that Horst hired Sandra. Okay. And then Horst left, and then Steve came. Okay. That kind of thing. But he, uh, they wanted Sandra to set up the kids' club. Right. Because we didn't have one, so she's, uh, you know, organized that. And yeah, she was. When I got here, she was membership director mm -hmm. and still kind of overseeing the kids' club. So then, mm -hmm. what Steve Griffin said, he needs an assistant, and Sandra says, "I got just the girl." <laughs> I think he interviewed a couple of others that were interested, but um, Sandra put in a good word for me. <laughs> so Understatement. So Steve Griffin's assistant, it says. Uh, Steve was here until 2008, of course, which is when I started. So um, what I'm going <laughs> to put you in the spot a little uh -oh. bit. Right, I am. Um, the, you just got here, 2006. A uh, year and a half later, it takes a while to get used to the manager. Mm -hmm. So now he's announcing he's leaving. 
the new one gets hired. We were concerned. <laughs> of She's course honest. you were. We were yeah. concerned, yeah. but uh, after we met, I, you know, and you reassured me that you weren't going to make, make any major changes the first year. You were going to do a lot of you yeah. know, observing. Yeah. That I knew that I was going to be all right. I mean, we yeah. had a lot of good conversations those first three weeks out there on the patio during Hurricane Ike. That's you know, right. No electricity yeah. and. Um, and our lunch up in seasons on day one. Right. Remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, what's what's the favorite part of your job? Oh, that's a toughie, but I have lots. Um, love working with the senior activities, doing the bus trips, planning, organizing events like that for that group. Uh, but when I first started, I was heavily into the youth because at that time there wasn't a youth activities coordinator person. Right. So... Um, I did a lot of Halloween parties and a lot of Christmas parties, which I loved. And, you know, over the last 16 years, the club has grown. And obviously, we've hired, you know, a couple of youth people. And thank God, because Rochelle's doing an awesome job. Um, But I did the youth. But I also work with the Men's Association. And I enjoy their poker nights and their surf and turf and just hanging out with that group. And then the Women's Association. Love just being all parts of everything. And then um, says on here one of uh, your favorite years was the 50th anniversary. It was. That yeah. was a really um, special time in the club, working with Ronnie Atnip, working on the 50th anniversary book. Um, learned so much from her and just uh, the history of the club. You know, rooting through all those old photographs. It was it was a two years, you know, in the making for that book. Uh, but it was, um, I loved it. That was, such a, that was such a powerful committee. It was. It <clears throat> to was. sit there and get all that history. Uh, um, Ron Fisher, of course, all, mm-hmm. all of those guys. It was just incredible. Um, I'm going to put Rochelle on the spot yet now. Yep. because Sicily or Rochelle? Rochelle. Oh, okay. Yeah, not you. I'm looking oh, at you're you. You're looking but, at me. Yeah, I no, like... no, I'm going to put Rochelle on the spot because <laughs> Rochelle, if you're listening, you know, Jean used to give me a tour of the haunted house every time we had the Halloween kids party. And I'm in there at 6'4", hunched over, going through all the cobwebs, and I loved it. That so, was a lot of fun. I liked yeah. the Courtside Cafe hallway yeah. the best. I think that was the year that... That and the big mummy. Now, Bob has some great ideas for an outdoor tennis court haunted house oh, yeah. that we need to... And he would. Yes. Yeah? yeah. He's very creative. I also want to say when I was hired, you were instrumental in my training, and I want to thank you for oh, that with the youth. You. And I, I loved how you stayed involved because it was just very helpful. Well, you knew the families. and yeah. My pleasure. Yeah. Well, let, you know, let's speak about training. You know, Jean said one time, I don't know what we were talking about, but Jean said, well, you have mellowed out since you started. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, let's dive yeah. into that a little bit. You simmered um, down. Simmered down, down now. <laughs> well, it was um, in in just in your viewpoint, you know, because you're very observative. You know, when was that moment when you realized that simmered down some, and what do you think the reason was? Well, you came from Club Core, and I don't really know anything about Club Core, but. You always, not always, but started your conversations out. Well, I've been at 11 clubs. You know, I knew you had a lot of experience, but private club is so much different than club core. And, you know, in the beginning it was like, okay, everybody's going to wear a name tag. All the men were wearing ties and, you know, everybody was dressing super, super, you know, dressy, not just business casual. But anyway, um, I guess it was probably a couple of years into it that you just sort of like, you were comfortable, so we were all more comfortable, and it just yeah. worked out. 
Because you also realized, I mean, everybody, we're name tags, but I hate name tags. You know that, right? Why did you make us wear them? Because we had to come in and just reestablish what the board asked me to do in the interview, oh, which okay. is to get some structure back. And I remember my least favorite email, but on purpose was, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say which department, but I said, gentlemen, there'll be no more five o'clock shadows at 9 a.m. because nobody was shaving. I mean, <laughs> it didn't look good. And then, you know, years later, it was very rewarding. Uh, same person told me, I said, you know, you were absolutely right. It's what we needed at the time, but mm-hmm. it, it upset me and so forth. Unfortunately, that comes with the job, you know. But, but uh, yeah, there was definitely a big transformation. It was a great club as it is. Mm-hmm. It just needed to be reinvigorated based on what they told me in the interview, you know. But... Uh, we're in speaking terms. All is good. Jean is sitting in front of me, so she's not mad at me. So no, not good. mad. <clears throat> you were talking about training, and when you first got on, it, that was my whole point. Thanks, yeah. thanks for training me too, because right. you know it, it's a team effort. It, it really is, is mm-hmm. you know. And uh, on the on the corporate on the corporate comment, yes, that's true. Um, but this club had to be run like a business, you know, and and it got to a point where we were in in trouble in 2008 and nine financially and everything and we made it through and look at us today for those of you listening if you don't know we our current wait list is over 60 and it takes about a year we just got another 14 applications in for members that turned that in now so they can come into pool season in 2023 that's a great club right there so yeah Mm -hmm. so i mean you already told me you're not going to miss i-10 eastbound in the morning (laughs) i will not miss driving an hour to and from work yeah yeah what are you looking for the most forward to uh you know just time with family more time with my mother just more time with the grandkids just more time and then i'll have it and i'll figure it out yeah don't have any set plans at this moment but um just ready to do something different what are you gonna miss the most i'll miss you yeah appreciate that i will (laughs) i will i'm not being sarcastic i will miss you i'll miss the interactions with the staff and the members but just, you know, we, we can still do Wordle every day. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> As if you don't know, there's a contest on a daily basis with Wordle. And Jean got me hooked. And, and, and Hannah in the pro shop, I got her hooked on, on, on Hurdle. And you, you gave me that one. Yeah. What's Hurdle? So, Hurdle I've is... I've not done Wordle either. You should, so. you should Google it. It's uh, you guess a song. They play like two seconds. And if you guess the song you submit... Oh, I'd like that one. Then give you another two seconds and it's so like, forth. name that tune. Gotcha. <clears throat> yeah, like really, really, really fun. you can. <laughs> I'm certainly going to miss you, Gene. Uh, like I said earlier, you know, when I walk in, if, if you're off on your senior trip or something and that office is dark and I open up the door and I come in, those of you who don't know, I, I have my side entrance. So I walk into my office, drop my keys and open the door to Gene's office when she's in her chair. It's at a million miles an hour when she's not here. It's like... God, it's quiet in here. You know, vibe, different vibe. So I'm, I'm definitely going to miss that. So, well, um, what, what, all these years, as hard as you work, every morning, with the kids, not the grandkids, and 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 the disasters at work and the traffic. What? How do you have so much energy? What motivates you in the morning? How do you just go at it? Well, I just, up until now, I've had to work. So that's been my motivation. I, I like to work. I come to work. I like to stay busy. Um, I just like to come and inspire others and hopefully set good examples for others and teach this next generation, which you're in good hands. You've got some great girls downstairs and in the office. And 
I just um, just hope I'm doing the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to be sitting in the lobby with uh, Sandra and the other ladies I and might play surprise. some mahjong? I might have to relearn that. I would I'd highly encourage you to do that. It'd be, it'd be fun. Well, they've um, invited me during the day when I'm working, but I just can't see myself stopping and doing that. But anyway, I might yeah. have to. That reminds me how the Senior Activities Committee got, got started because Sandra and I had uh, lunch and a conversation and she knew we wanted to make a change in membership. And she goes, you know, is there any way for me to come to the club and just kind of meet with my friends and this and that? I says, well, you would have to apply for membership and become a member. But I said, wait a minute. I just got another phone call from a member that said, Thomas, I can't play tennis anymore. We need to resign. And what about doing some stuff just for the senior people? Senior members. Oh, I'd love that. I'd love that. And Wonderful. she Retention. ran with it. Mm-hmm. And who was okay. our first chair? Was it Clark Reed? Was he the first chair? I think so. Clark or Fred Saunders? I think Fred came. Yeah, I don't remember. 100%. Yeah. Okay. But it took off. And uh, and again, we won. actually won a national award with the Club Management Association. We did. The idea yeah. fair for that. Yeah. Because no other club was doing that. Yeah, correct. So, mm-hmm. well... Uh, open mic opportunity to share anything you want with the staff and the membership before we I just close want to thank time. the members it's just um, been a wonderful sweet 16 um, I want to thank you and Cicely just it's been a pleasure I've enjoyed working here thank you for the opportunity you are, you are awesome Jean um, we will see you whoever is listening at Jean's retirement party on June 22nd 5.30pm uh, in the ballroom because we're going to need a lot of room I'm sure unless Jean wants to host it outside or wherever she chooses to so I thought maybe the Creekside Lounge is the, what she's got the Creekside the Creekside Lounge it is if that's whatever you'd like to do I don't think it's going to be little by any I don't think so yeah. either okay. <laughs> we already have it on our calendars <laughs> finally to close this out um, the question on here was what advice can you give anybody listening and then uh, we'll wrap this up so advice well i always just tell my kids and my grandkids just just try to live by that golden rule and treat people the way i want to be treated just be kind i love it it. (laughs) jean thank you so much thank you i know it took a lot for you to say yes to sit here and uh (laughs) thanks for making me water up over here so uh, well uh we'll do some more of that at the retirement party we'll see everyone there so Thank thank you thank you thank you
Thank you for all that you do and participating in the Houston Racquet Club Insider Podcast. And if you have any suggestions, recommendations, or compliments, press the Engage link below and let us know what you think. Or email us at engage at HoustonRacquetClub.com. That's E-N-G-A-G-E at HoustonRacquetClub.com. And when you do, you'll be entered to win some fun prizes. Have an amazing day.